And we're live. Welcome to Don't Be Coy. I'm your host, Uncle Lou. And today I have the honor, pleasure, and the utmost appreciation to have with me today, Miss India Sprinkle. India, thank you for being on the show. How are you doing this morning? Thank you, Melvin, for having me. I'm doing great this morning. I am highly blessed, and <laughs> I am just doing real well. <laughs> I love it. I love it. For the people at home, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Okay. So, um, like Melvin said, my name is India Sprinkle. Um, my middle name is Mariah, for anybody who's curious or cares. Um, so, I was born in Vicksburg, Mississippi. I'm a second-generation attorney. I followed in the footsteps of my mom and my aunt. And um, I have one son. <laughs> He's a golden retriever named Jonah. <laughs> He's the sweetest thing in the world. <laughs> But I'm also um, an assistant um, district attorney in the state where I am. So I, I just got my hands full over here. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely. So how was your previous week? It was good. So I, last week we didn't do much of anything. Um, it kind of slowed down. We had trial out of the out of the city that we're in. Mm-hmm. And that was about two weeks. So I was just glad for things to slow up. But this week we had grand jury, so it just kind of picked back up. It's it's always pretty busy for me, but at the same time, it's been more relaxed. So I'm I'm really thankful for that. Yeah. Thank you again for being on the show. This is the second season of Don't Be Coy. And like for the focus of this season, really wanted to talk about like moments of transformation. There's a series of questions that I'm going to be asking you to kind of walk us through a little bit of like your past, present and future. So if you're ready, we can right. just go ahead and start. Sure. Go All right. ahead. All right. So what's your favorite song to start your um, your day to or your theme song? Okay. So this is going to sound really corny, but <laughs> um, I'm going to take us back to like the, I think it was what, the early 2000s. Um, Chris Brown Forever. Remember that song? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I love that song. And it, it's because it's such a carefree song. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's, you know, it's really light, and it just kind of reminds me of, I'm still young, but it reminds me even more of my youth, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's my favorite song to wake up to. Um, how would you define yourself when you first heard it? Like you were saying, you were a little bit younger. So, like, where were you in that place in your life? Uh, so when that song first came out, I think I was about to leave high school, actually. Mm. Um, and, you know... Funny story, when that song first came out, I did not like it. I thought it was corny, and I thought it was cheesy. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't start really liking it for whatever reason until I got older. And like I said, I think it's because it made me feel... um, I felt free listening to it. Mm. I felt like, I don't know, um, free, like I was having fun, like it was taking me back to a point in my life when things were just simpler. And so I think that's why the song resonates with me now. Crazy enough. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. What prompted that, not necessarily need, but like that that wanting, that desire, and that recognition of feeling that you were in a free space compared to like before listening to the song? Yeah, I guess because adulting is hard. <laughs> that's the best way I can put it. Like, it's really hard. Um, it's hard going into your career, um, studying in school. And I think it's a blessing to do all of those things, but it it can also feel, um, 
I guess, in a sense, constricting mm. sometimes. And, and, and a lot of times I have to force myself to hang on to something more free than what I'm doing now. And I'm not saying that, like, I don't enjoy it, but I think going through the motions of being an adult mm-hmm. kind of made me yearn for this younger part of myself, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I understand, like, you're saying, like, adulting is hard and, like, navigating, like, those different chapters and things like that. Do you feel like, just with all the responsibilities that come with adulting, it feels like there is more weight than you could have anticipated? You know, that's a really good question. And I think that part of it is actually going out there, and we were talking about this previously, but I think actually going out there and experiencing life Mm. and not making your whole life about just working, which is what I've fallen into um, the past couple months. I've I've just been working and that's it. I I haven't really been taking much vacation time. I haven't been taking trips and all of that. And sometimes I haven't even really been hanging out with my friends. So I think in order to just let that be a constant, like the song be a constant, I guess, theme song in my life, I just have to get out there more and just experience life more. And I guess start off with actually spending time with the people that I care about and not just making it all about work. Yeah. And, you know, I guess to give yourself a little bit of credit or some reprieve, it's like Mm -hmm. you've been aiming for a goal. Like you were saying, like you're an attorney. Right. And that's, you know, that's not a big, uh, a small feat. That's a big deal. Right. Especially in Mm -hmm. your in your young age, like Mm -hmm. to get to that point in your career, there has to be a grind mode. Right. It's so challenging. And this is something that I'm even challenging with myself. It's like Mm -hmm. you you have. I guess you could say this decade of your 20s where you're you're grinding really hard for whatever your goal is, whether it's school, work, um, you know, personal goals, things of that nature. And it's like everything kind of, um, for lack of a better term, passes you by. Like people are still going to get older. Friends may move away. All of these different kind of changes. So, like, what have you done now so that you can work towards being more present in your daily life? Yeah, so so one thing I've definitely been doing is purposely reaching out, number one. And when people ask me to, like, they invite me somewhere, I intentionally go. Mm. Like, even if I'm tired. And what I find is that I always end up enjoying myself and I always wind up being thankful that I went. Yeah. And I'm reminded that I've done something, um, I guess, pleasurable for my life um, and carefree for my life that actually helps me, I guess, be more of a human again and not a robot, if that makes any sense. So just purposely reaching out and purposely going different places, even when you feel tired or even when I feel tired. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, like, how -hmm. do you know when you've reached your limit? How do you Mm -hmm. um, acknowledge the difference between needing that for lack of a better term, solitude, alone time to refresh yourself, or you need your cup filled from others and like engaging in like different social activities? That is an excellent question. And you know what? That is such a thin line because I'm almost always tired, you know? So I I can't, it's almost hard to determine when I 
need to be reaching out or when I need to be accepting invitations and when I just need to be scaling back mm-hmm. because it, and, and that's why I guess I was trying to say that it, like, I have to actually be intentional about it because if I'm always exhausted and I, I probably never would go anywhere but but it's like you said I think what I do personally is I always um, I go every other weekend so some weekends if, if someone can buy I'll go and some weekends, like you said, I just simply need my rest. And I'll probably just take a self-care day, maybe a spa day for myself and um, just treat myself to something where I can be in a relaxed environment and, and just be at peace with myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's a really interesting question and it's a really thin line because like I said, I, I'm probably tired um maybe maybe 80% of the time. <laughs> I can understand. <laughs> you got a lot going on. Yeah. So I'm hearing a theme here, right? So like you have this mm-hmm. appreciation for lack of a better term for like those times where mm-hmm. um, the weight of the world, the pressure, life, and all of its anxiety-driven things. <laughs> right. You like going back to places and like having that as a part of like who you are, um, in your i guess you could say um in your core i like what you said the song existed at a at a time where i was at a more liberated space and i don't want to want to make it seem like my life just sucks it doesn't like i am i'm blessed like i'm alive and i actually do enjoy my job i enjoy being an attorney but it's just you realize back then how good you had it mm-hmm. when you didn't have as many responsibilities. I, I I love that because it it truly reflects as far as like where you've been and then where you're going. Just when you're younger, you have this kind of simpler life. You have less responsibilities. Life is more I would less rigid, I would say. And so mm-hmm. yeah. you try to find things that take you back to that place that um, gives you that feeling of, um, I guess you not necessarily less structure, but like less overwhelmingness. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm curious, like, how will you be fully engaged in like that simpler lifestyle? Yeah. Um. So I think step one would be just leave any idea of what. I consider as normal behind or what I consider as just standard behind, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I'm going into a different space. I'm going into somewhere where I get to try something new. And so I have to be open in order to fully embrace that and enjoy that. And so just, I think the advice I would give to myself is just to almost in a sense, I can't really erase (laughs) <laughs> what I'm what, what I'm used to but at least just treat it as if I'm going into a completely different space and leave old things behind mm. in that sense yeah I think that would be the best way to prepare for something in, in, in order to get that full experience and take whatever lessons that I can get out of that I think I would just have to in a sense let go of, of whatever I think is normal mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, let's let's dig on that a little bit. Like, what is it that mm-hmm. you consider to be, I guess you could say, normal 
for whatever reason, I feel like the United States placed such an emphasis on working pretty much all your life. Mm-hmm. If you notice, most jobs are nine to five, eight to nine hours. Pretty much five days out of a week, you spend your whole life at work. Yeah. How are you mm-hmm. going to prioritize that balance where it's, I guess you could say, less in on the professional side and then more in on the personal side? That's something I think I'd have to chew on for a minute. You know, because you, you, so you know how you just get so used to one thing, um, a way of living that you kind of don't know how you mm-hmm. be able to turn that off? Yeah. Yeah, so that's a really good question, but that's something that I'd have to actually think about and examine i think that just as human beings like that's all we're we're trying to like figure out in this thing called life because we all have goals right Mm -hmm. whether it's like family whether it's travel whether it's even like professional goals we have uh, Mm -hmm. things that we want to achieve in the next five ten years but then it's like what are those year two three year plans to help us get to that point Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm in a space trying to figure out how can I be in a space where I am growing professionally, but also at the same time being closer to my loved ones. So, like, for example, my parents Mm -hmm. Um, being able to be present in like these moments, because the reality of the situation is it's like, you know, those years of whenever Chris Brown forever came out are gone. So, like, I can't Mm -hmm. be a kid anymore. I can't. um (laughs) just go to their house and like they're gonna take care of everything but then at that same time those periods of like newness they're they're here but like they're less frequent from a um professional side and more um present in a like a personal side like the big ones that i can think of now are like marriage kids you know, mm-hmm. um, those kind of realities that we have in life and the idea of starting school, like starting those new chapters, though they can still be yeah. done, like they're fewer and far between than it was when we were in our early 20s. And so like, yeah, now it's kind of not necessarily that last stretch, but it's like an idea around how can we right. live a life that is you know, kind of like forever. And what is it that we can do to prepare for those moments? I think that that's hitting me a little hard because that's a question that I've been having um, for a while now, at least for the past three months. Mm -hmm. I've just been kind of thinking on how can I live my life? Because there's no way that, like you said, the forever period has just completely passed. You know, I think that in the when we're young, of course, we have less responsibilities and we're more free. But at the same time, to me, there's got to be a way to bring that piece of life into your present life. Mm-hmm. That's something that I've just been struggling with a lot. Not a lot, but just, just been thinking on and grappling with for the past three months, maybe four. Yeah, no. I, and How I, can I live my life? Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think just in my personal opinion, like it comes with that intentionality. Mm -hmm. For example, for myself, Mm -hmm. I just turned 30 and like uh, for that. Yeah. (laughs) And like (laughs) for me, 
30 is like one of those kind of trend transformative periods it's like that big age and as i've been for the past six months year really two years thinking about like what this actually meant like what does it mean to be 30 because i to be completely honest like i genuinely feel the same as i did when i was 23 and 24 i don't feel as Uh young to say like i'm fresh but i don't also feel like old enough to feel very seasoned in this game i feel like (laughs) (laughs) i'm still just learning and i'm still just navigating it reflecting back on the past 10 years it seems like things have been broken up into three periods where i was in my early 20s my mid 20s and then my late 20s and like all the work that i did in my early 20s i didn't necessarily see it until i was like in my like late 20s whether it was like professionally um whether it was like um yeah professionally financially all of these different things it it actually took longer than i would have anticipated but it always came at the right time and so like Mm -hmm. do you Mm -hmm. have a vision around what you want uh 40 to look like well as you know we talked about this before i would really like to be married with children at that point yeah and i think that that's what kind of scares me now is that well i am i'll be 30 this year myself right and i think part of what kind of scares me about kind of giving my life so much to work and not really experiencing as much freedom as i'd like to and and i'm not saying that my job does that it's just that i do that Mm -hmm. you know i choose to put work over a lot of different things and um it can become a problem because if I do that, then I can't open myself up to meet new people. I can't even open up, even if I were married and started to have children, I can't open myself up to my children. If I focus on work and, and I guess just labor all my life. So I think, I think the best way for me to answer that is just taking those little bits and pieces of experiences, um, whether or not it is going to the UK or learning new things, just, basically reminding myself that there is a time to work and there's a time to rest. I think that we kind of talked about that a little bit um, earlier, mm-hmm. but just to, to realize that there has to be a balance in your life or else like, you know, have you ever saw the, uh, seen those scales? I can't remember what those scales are. Uh, well, no, I guess the seesaw, right? So the more weight you put on one side of the seesaw, the more it kind of leans over, right? Mm -hmm. And that goes for either side. And I guess that's not the best comparison because with the seesaw, it's not ever supposed to be even. But what I'm trying to say is that I think I should be taking bits and pieces of my life and the experiences that I have to show myself that there has to be a balance. I can't just go seesawing throughout my life every single day. If I want to get to a certain point, where I have the freedom um, that I desire in my 40s, just mm-hmm. the freedom to live and the freedom to experience life, I would have to take those nuggets with me, I think. And I don't even know if I really answered the question, <laughs> but I think that's the best way that I could answer it. Yeah, no, I think you answered the qu- question really beautifully, especially like um, the way that I was kind of visualizing it as you were describing like the seesaw was similar to like a plane, like 
you know a plane always has to stay balanced um when it's in the sky it can't move too much to the left too much to the right because it's gonna go in the wrong direction that's a very important concept that you're expressing there in the sense of not only being excited for the destination but appreciating the things that brought you to that destination in the first place mm-hmm. yeah that's exactly right now that was very beautiful <laughs> <laughs> well india as always it was great talking to you and uh I, I really hope that you have a great rest of your day thank you so much and melvin thank you for having me i had so much fun this has been another episode of Don't Be Coy with Uncle Lou. As always, I'd like to thank this episode's guest for a great conversation, as well as thank you, the listener, for joining in. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular, I always appreciate your support. If you like today's episode and ever want to listen to more, subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. And to join our community and access future bonus content, be sure to visit dbkpodcast.com.